0: All comments, views and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender.
2: And welcome to this show. Oh, you know I love this month. It is Disability Employment Awareness Month. And this month that's all we're going to be talking about is employment. And today, as you all know, I'm the chair of the American Association of People with Disabilities and one of my favorite, favorite programs is Disability Mentoring Day. So how excited am I to have our rock star, Dana Fink, on the show today to work with me to tell you all about it. I know you'll be excited. So welcome to the show, Dana. Thank you, Joyce. I am excited to be here. And Dana is our Disability Mentoring Day coordinator, so this is the person you need to know when you want to get involved with Disability Mentoring Day. But first, for all of our listeners, Dana, how about if we start by you telling our listeners how you first became involved in the disability community?
3: Sure. Uh, well, first of all, First of all, let me start out by saying that I am a person with a disability. I've been a wheelchair user since birth uh, with spina bifida. Um, but, you know, just because I, I used the wheelchair and thought of myself as a person with a disability didn't mean I was a member of the disability community. So I didn't really get connected until I was in college. And my involvement actually has been really intrinsically linked with AAPD from the beginning. Um, in 2008, I was a member of the A P D summer internship program, where I got this incredible opportunity to come to Washington, D.C., a uh, fully paid summer internship. I got to work for Senator Harkin's office during uh, the passage of ADA Amendments Act. So it was just this incredible time. Um, and, you know, after that, I was just really hooked. knew I was coming back to D.C. and to devote my life to helping achieve equal rights for people with disabilities.
2: Wow, what an experience also working with Senator Harkin during ADA
3: Amendments Act. It was incredible. I could not have asked for a better summer. And the program as a whole really, you know, not only do they pay for everything in our housing and we get to live with other interns with disabilities and just, uh, you know, robust, summer schedule of different events that really make you proud and, you know, of wanting to be part of this community. So I'm so happy that I had that opportunity and that it's really helped me to end up where I am today. Yes. When you were in school, did you ever think you'd be an advocate like this? Not at all. I think I wanted to be a journalist for a while, um, and then I just wanted to travel, um, and then somehow I ended up here, but I could not be happier. (laughs) Well, aren't we lucky?
2: We are (laughs) lucky to have you, Dana. So let's talk about the American Association of People with Disabilities, which is the largest cross-disability membership organization in the United States with our great leader and CEO, Mark Perriello, leading the way for us. Uh, What do you do for them? Tell everyone what you do at AAPD.
3: Sure, I am programs manager here at AAPD. So what that means is I work to support and develop a wide portfolio of programs, mostly you know involving youth and education and employment. Um, that includes the summer internship program that I mentioned previously, uh, Disability Mentoring Day, which we're going to be talking about. Uh, Paul G. Hearn Leadership Awards, our new Higher Education Project, and our Youth Transition Fellow. So really a lot of programs, but all ones that are really linked together and really all have some sort of focus on that really critical issue of employment for people with disabilities. And it's all about youth with disabilities.
2: Absolutely. They all are the future. <laughs> and let me keep telling you, folks, If you're interested in finding out more, go to aapd.com. That's aapd.com. And I also hope you'll take time to consider making a donation. Every single dollar helps us help young people living with disabilities. So here we go. In After I received the President's Award at the White House from President Clinton in 1999, which was such an honor for me, it wasn't long after that that Jonathan Young called me, so we're talking about in 1999. Jonathan Young called me. He was working for the president. He has a disabilities at the White House, and he said, Joyce, we want to have a disability month, but we can't get that. What if we have a day? And what if that day focuses some way or another around employment? And so began Disability Mentoring Day and Pittsburgh, and one of my customers in Delaware, it was actually me and my customers that were the first people that participated in Disability Mentoring Day, other than, of course, the federal agencies. That was Bender, Highmark, Bear, and CSC. And I'm so proud of that, that we were involved from the very beginning, because to me, it is one of my favorite days the third Wednesday of every October. So how about if you explain a little bit more about that day in the United States?
3: Sure. Um, you know, we're so happy that we were able to be a part of Disability Mentoring Day from the beginning. It's really grown so much since that point. Um, today it is the nation's largest job shadowing program for people with disabilities. Uh, last year we connected 16,000 job seekers in over two hundred fifty locations across the country. Um, And you know the goal is really, I mean the goal, there's really two main goals of the program. So first of all, it exposes students and job seekers to a range of career options that they might not have previously considered. That's the most important thing for people with disabilities. But on the other side of things, it also provides that risk-free opportunity for employers to understand the skills and the assets that people with disabilities bring to the table. And they get an opportunity to do that outside of the traditional hiring context so you don't have all that fear and that prejudice that can sometimes be associated with hiring people with disabilities.
2: Yeah. And let me just say, when you have
3: a person with a
2: disability, go on site to the company. You have no idea what hope that gives that person when they go on site. Hey, we have a question for you here from Kentucky from a Nicole, and the question for you, Dana, is what advice do you have if in your city you're trying to get Disability Mentoring Day going and you have a lot of resistance?
3: Oh, excellent, Nicole. Thanks so much for that. It can be definitely challenging to get a DMD program started and off the ground. Um, so what we would first love for you to do is to connect with AATD, to sign up on our website at aapd.com uh, backslash dmd, and that will bring you to a place where you can sign up to be a Disability Mentoring Day coordinator. That doesn't really give you any real commitment that you have to fulfill. What that will do, though, is first of all, it will give you access to a huge number of valuable resources that really take you all the way through the process, you know, give you those ABCs of what Disability Mentoring Day is like, how you can get started, how you go about forming a committee of people that can help you and can be on your side. And then that also connects you with me and my team here at AAPD, and we can walk you through step-by-step depending on what your situation is.
2: Well, I hope you do it. I hope you do it. And also, anyone listening to the show right now, if you're in that same situation or you're interested uh, Dana, tell them again what to do.
3: Sure. You can just go to aatd.com backslash DMD for Disability Mentoring Day and they'll have all the uh, resources and all the instructions right there on that page as well as a direct connection to my email and my phone number. So we are always uh, able to be in touch.
2: And let me just tell you, you cannot possibly imagine the wonderful successes that have occurred when people with disabilities gain employment through Disability Mentoring Day. It is just absolutely wonderful. It is. I, I mean, it just changes the person's life. Because I could give you countless examples so, since we've been involved for so long where a young person with a disability will go on site and what happens? Hope. Wow, you mean I can do that job? Wow, you mean there are jobs like this? And guess what else? It has an impact on the hiring manager where they say, Wow, you mean there are people with disabilities with these skills? I mean, it is just a win-win situation and a great investment. It is a great investment for future hiring. So, you know, if you're not on board this year, I hope you will be on board next year. It is the third Wednesday of every October, and if you would get in touch with Dana, you know, we can get this going. I know my company is going to be speaking everywhere, as I am in Orlando today at the um, event that we're having here, which is the USBLN conference, and I am telling everyone about Disability Mentoring Day. I mean everyone. It just is going to make a difference in lives of people with disabilities. Um, And, Dana, do you agree with that, that it
3: has changed uh, opportunities for people? Oh, absolutely. You know, there's so many stories I could share about uh, people with disabilities that came to a disability mentoring day and got hired. And it, it happens so frequently with this program.
2: Yeah, and sometimes the person... Goes to a company and they say, I don't want to do this, but now I want to do something even better. I mean,
3: it's just valuable am I right? is that. You Are know, me? as people with disabilities growing up, we're not asked what we want to do. We don't get that opportunity for career exploration. We get limited opportunities to explore with internships and Disability Mentoring Day makes this happen. You know, we actually had a story not too long ago of a young woman who was working who, uh, wanted to work in a restaurant, and she had thought her whole life she wanted to work in a restaurant. And uh, she went to Disability Mentoring Day. She participated uh, in the event at a local Darden restaurant. which is one of our big sponsors, Darden restaurants out there. Um, and she worked so hard that entire day that uh, at the end of the day, the hiring manager said, I want to give you a job. And she said, thanks, but no thanks, because, you know, I really like uh, eating in restaurants, but I don't, I don't think this is what I want to do with my life. And that, you know, that is just as valuable as the success stories that lead to jobs right up front, I think.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. It really is, because I am telling you that what Dana said is true. How I know this is I see students with disabilities go to a company that have told me, you know what? I only thought people with disabilities would be hired to do lower-level work. I never dreamt you would have these other opportunities. But if people continue lowering the bar or don't ask, that's what's going to happen, and that's why I love Disability Mentoring Day, because it opens eyes for young people with disabilities. And, Dana, I'm not even sure about this. How far back does it go? disability? I mean, what is the earliest grade?
3: Oh, we have uh, coordinators that run programs of all different kinds, and that's the great thing about being a coordinator. You can choose to, you know, focus on a small segment of the community or a broader segment. Um, it Typically, many of our programs will focus on middle schoolers. Um, some of them go through high school and college and graduate students. So it all really depends on what area you want to focus in on, um, where you see the most uh, ability for you as a coordinator or you as a participant to make that happen. Oh, that is so good. So it is middle school, high school, college.
2: Absolutely, even beyond college in some instances. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Oh, that is really awesome. That is really awesome. Well, hey, if you just joined us today, which is October, National Disability Employment Awareness Month, we're kicking off the month with Dana Fink, who is the Disability Mentoring Day Coordinator for the American Association of People with Disabilities. And it is all about giving opportunity to young people with disabilities so they, too, can enter the world of work. And there isn't anything like a day of job shadowing to make that difference. You are listening to Joyce Bender, America's Voice. Where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back with Dana.
4: Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah!
1: A Current Life with Jimmy Gould airs Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel.
4: Tune in to the Hoffman Connection for inspiration, a life of passion and purpose. Hosts Raz and Grossi and Ed McLoon will bring you ways to remove the blocks in your life that are holding you back Along with their guest experts, Raz and Ed will use their experience and expertise to help you learn to get closer to what matters to you most. And by doing so, improve your life and the lives of others. The Hoffman Connection can be heard live every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel.
0: Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. The internet's number one
4: talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com.
0: If you have a question or comment, call in toll free at 1 866 472 5788. Now, please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joy Spender.
2: Hey, welcome back to the show. We are talking to Dana Fenk. Disability Mentoring Day Coordinator at the American Association of People with Disabilities that I am so proud to be the chair of that board. What a board. I mean, Tony Quello, You know, uh, corporate leaders like Will Riss, American Airlines, Deb Rice from Highmark, Blue Cross Blue Shield, Merrill Friedman from uh, AmeriGroup, uh, Meredith Ryan-Reed from Marsh, which, by the way, We're going to have our kickoff in New York City this year for our launch for Disability Mentoring Day, which is so exciting thanks to Meredith. That's what we do every year. We have a launch in a city, sort of the kickoff, the kickoff uh, Disability Mentoring Day. And if you're ever interested in Be That City, once again, AAPD.com. We'd be more than happy to hear from you and see what we can do to work that out with you. Uh, But it is so exciting for me to have Dana with us today and to talk about Disability Mentoring Day. Dana, a lot of people actually at this conference ask me, AAPD, what is their role? What do they do that day? So what is the answer to that?
3: Sure. Our role is two-part. Uh, first of all, you mentioned the launch, which is something, you know, we pick a program every year that's just uh, run an incredible program, has a great model, something that we really want to emulate and, and kind of promote to the national level. This year we picked New York. Uh, we've been working with the New York Mayor's Office for people with disabilities um, to organize this event. Um, you know, we're one of the big reasons we picked this, actually, um, was because of uh, former commissioner uh, Matt Saplin, who uh, unfortunately passed away this past year, um, and we really wanted to honor the work that he's done and the legacy that he left that's just so incredible for people with disabilities. And we've just had a great time working with them. We're excited to be there. Um, and we're excited to go up there for the New York program. The other role that we have is really coordinating all of our DMD coordinators, all 250 uh, people across the country, which in so many places are just volunteers, it's, you know, and we couldn't do the work that we do. We couldn't have spread this program that started with a dozen folks in the White House and in Pittsburgh to uh the 16,500 that we have today if it wasn't for our DMB coordinators. Um, these people run programs big and small in cities and in rural areas, and really we we are there as a resource for them and to help them with any issues they're facing, any barriers, um, and really to help promote their programs and make them bigger and better than ever.
2: Yes, and in our office, that person is Scott Hammerstrom, you know what? If you want to do something to really teach leadership and organization and just great excitement and projects, it's so, it's so wonderful to have one of your employees be the leader. And then he has an assistant, Bethany McCoy, who actually does this on a volunteer basis and they love it and they do a great job. It is really motivational for all of your employees to be involved in Disability Mentoring Day. I I would encourage this to everyone because I know that we have seen that difference. And, by the way, you mentioned Darden Restaurants, uh, Dana, because they've been such a huge supporter of Disability Mentoring Day. Every year they call our office. And in our world, I think it's the, um, not Red Lobster, the Italian Oven, that's what I think calls us. Um,
3: Uh, Olive Garden. Olive
2: Garden, thank you. Olive Mm -hmm. Garden. Olive Garden calls us every year, and you know what they do? They bring in food into our office, and they bring in so much food, we can't eat all the food. I mean, because they're so excited that in Pittsburgh that someone participates. There's the Olive Garden, there's Darden, uh, Capitol Grill. I mean, there are so many restaurants. I don't even know all of them, Bahama Breeze, and Darden has been a major supporter for years.
3: Isn't that right, Dana? Absolutely. And they, like, and you know, so many of our partners are past supporters that continue to be supporters. And also so many of them are people that, you know, not only do they sponsor the event financially, but also really want to be involved in the, uh, that local level, and that's one way that they can do that. You know, APD is a D.C.-based organization. It can be hard to break out of that sometimes, but with uh, Disability Mentoring Day, we're able to connect these restaurants and uh, these other organizations with people who are doing great work on the ground every day in every city across America. Yeah. Yeah, that is a good point. I never thought of it that way.
2: So my hat is off to Darden and to the Olive Garden. And a special shout-out to them in Pittsburgh. They are really first class. And we certainly appreciate their support and generosity. So how about this year? Now, how many cities will be participating this year in Disability Mentoring Day? And
3: approximately how many students will be participating? We have just under 250 locations. I think we're at 248, actually, uh, wow. right about now. Uh, it's just incredible and you know, you know, some places we have multiple coordinators, you know, in Florida for instance, we have an incredible statewide program that they run as well as something pretty much in every city there. Um and that happens across the country. We are thinking, we, you know, we won't know of course until after the event has occurred, but we're thinking we're gonna have about 16,500 job seekers this year. Wow! Isn't that awesome!
2: Yeah, and and someday, just to see someday, where it came
3: from. Pardon me? Mm-hmm. Would you just to say, see, you know, where it came from starting in 1999 with that, that dozen people to what it is today. And we couldn't do it without all of our sponsors and without all of our local coordinators. Isn't that something? Yeah, that that is amazing because when we started
2: in 1999, I think we only had one person at each site. <laughs> You know, And now look what's happened. Although I am thrilled just that we were involved right from the beginning. And and how, by the way, Dana, how hard is it, because some of the business leaders asked me to ask you this question today, how hard is it
3: to get the schools involved? It's not that hard at all. A lot of our coordinators um, will have their own committees that they run. And they get buy-in from the from the school system by having someone from the school system on that committee, so it's you know it's people that are involved right from the beginning and really helping to make that institutional change with the program. So I think it's really easy you know we give you those resources in the toolkit. Uh, that are on our website, you can see all about it in the ABCs of Disability Mentoring Day, how to form those committees and how to get buy-in from the school system because so, mm-hmm. people just want to be involved with it ultimately. Yeah,
2: and I'm sure that is great for them also because this way they see their high school or middle school graduates really getting opportunities that they would not have before. I mean, think about it. They're either going to a federal agency but with supervision or they're going into the uh, private sector, you know, with the most wonderful opportunities. And just so you know, I'm sure it's different everywhere, but in Pittsburgh, <clears throat> a lot of these companies begin with a breakfast and a speaker, and then they have a luncheon with the mentee before they go home. And, and I'm assuming
3: it's different all, everywhere. Is that right, Dana? Absolutely. People run their programs in a lot of different ways. That is definitely one of the popular ways to do it. Um, And different things can happen on Disability Mentoring Day. For some programs, it's a job shadow event. For some places, it's a group career exploration. For uh, some places, it's soft skill learning. It, disability Mentoring Day can take so many different forms, but we love when they have uh, those receptions and they really bring people together and get to work with leaders in the community to hear all about their experiences.
2: So that means it can be different
3: wherever you are.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you, you you can don't, there's it. not like a
3: cookie-cutter requirement as to how you do this. No way, because, you know, we know that every city is different. You're going to have different people involved. You're going to have different populations that you're serving. So we really help you to adapt the program that you want for where you're living and for where you're working. I think that's the most important thing, to make sure you're serving the people that are in your community.
2: Yeah, and you know what? You may come up with an idea that we've never thought of. So it's really good, you know, for everyone to try something different to see how it goes. So Dana, we talked before about Darden. Tell me about some of the other uh, sponsors.
3: Sure, we've got some great partners this year. And actually, earlier in the program, you mentioned some of the people who sponsored it right from the beginning, uh, which were uh, Bayer and CSC. And those those are two people that are still back. You know, we have Bayer and we have CSC again this year, and we're so grateful for that. We also have some other. You know, return sponsors like Fannie Mae and PricewaterhouseCoopers, uh, NSA, the National Security Agency, AmeriGroup, Time Warner Cable, uh, Marsh McLennan, who's going to be helping us with that New York event that you mentioned, Mitsubishi Electric America Foundation, Walmart, American Airlines, just great, great organizations, uh, United Cerebral Palsy, Comcast, I could just go on and on with these lists of people that are, you know, return sponsors and people that are also, you know, not only giving money towards it, but also getting involved with the programs at the local level and having people uh, with disabilities in their organizations on Disability Mentoring Day.
2: Wow. Wow. And, and you know what? We're always looking for new sponsors. So if you are interested in please get back in touch, let me know, let Dana know, call, call Dana or email her at www.aapd.com. And, Dana, what is your email again?
3: My email, you can reach me, it's really easy, at dmd at aapd.com. Okay, well, Dana,
2: in your opinion, I've talked about some things, but in your opinion... Tell me how you think this benefits young people with disabilities.
3: It's it's so simple. It goes back to the, how people with disabilities aren't asked what they want to do when they grow up, you know? So it gives people with disabilities an opportunity to explore those careers, to to figure out what they want to do with their lives and to take advantage of it. And it also helps from the employer side of things to have employers that say, hey, I saw this person with a disability, and they're great, and now I want to hire a lot of them. Um, So it really just goes to fulfill both of those goals. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, we're going to talk more
2: about this, but right now we're going to get ready to go to break. If you just joined us, we're talking to Dana Fink, American Association of People with Disabilities Disability Mentoring Day Coordinator. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back.
4: News. Opinion.
1: By adopting these techniques, you will keep your energy body and physical body in harmony. Listen for Energy Medicine and Optimal Health, Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4
0: p.m. Pacific Time,
1: on Voice America Health
0: and Wellness. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. The Internet's number
4: one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com
0: If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender.
2: Hey, welcome back to the show. We're talking to Dana Fink, Disability Mentoring Day Coordinator for the American Association of People with Disabilities and a national youth civil rights leader for people with disabilities who is doing an awesome job at AAPD. As a matter of fact, one question I want to ask you, Dana, have you personally ever witnessed like a big change in someone after Disability Mentoring Day?
3: Oh, absolutely. You know, and I think the most important ones are the ones that lead to employment. I can tell you the story about uh Micah Hetrick, who's, you know, great friend of AAPD. Micah is 22. Uh, he's a person with a disability. He has Down syndrome. He went recently to a Disability Mentoring Day uh, event at Sam's Club, you know, the Walmart uh, Sam's Club connections there. They always participate in this event. Um, you know he was there, and Sam's Club saw him, and they just knew that Micah was going to be a, a huge asset to their organization. And so they hired him. And I want to actually read this to you because Micah's mother Sue wrote to us to tell us about this news, and it was just so touching. So she wrote to us, um, thanks to AATD, my Micah starts at Sam's on Monday at 8:50 an hour. And here's to the educators and adult professionals who believed in our vision for Micah who believed he could be educated alongside peers without disabilities, who didn't think we should have to choose between academics and social opportunities, who didn't tell us we needed to be realistic, who believed in his abilities and saw IQ and physical disabilities as a place to start instead of at the end, who believed he could succeed in a job in the community and didn't need adult daycare or that segregation was the only option. We are eternally grateful. Wow. That is awesome. (laughs) Absolutely.
2: And may I say, if you notice, he did not have to go somewhere and be paid less than minimum wage. Just like everyone else. That is so awesome. And I've met him and I know he was on top of the world. But again, if you had not participated in Disability Mentoring Day, you would not have had that opportunity to see that. Um, and, Dana, have you also seen a change with employers that have been involved?
3: Absolutely. All of these employers, you know, we talk to them during the process. They they always have fears. They always are, are worried about what's going to happen. Is there going to be liability? What What's the situation? And then we talk to them after the event, and they're just thrilled with how things went, and they just are committed to doing this forever, and then, to really hiring people with disabilities in the long run. And that is that is the best change we could possibly ask for. Absolutely. Well, how about if you give us a couple examples of, in your
2: opinion, a couple of success stories?
3: Sure. Um, let me think here. Uh, we definitely, you know, Darden Restaurants, again, I don't want to keep harping on them, but they really have hired a huge number of people with disabilities, Um in all of their restaurants, and then, and not, not just in, you know, serving. We, you know, there's people with disabilities working all sides of those, those angles there. They could be hired in finance. They're hired, uh, in, in the business management side of things. There's so many opportunities available at these organizations. Um, I'm sure you can you know tons of stories about Bayer and all the great pe- people that they have hired with people with disabilities. Um a group this year, we're really excited about them. Um they've always been uh, they've been a sponsor of DMD for a long time, but this year they're really getting involved and they're really raising the bar and they're in all of their locations this year. They have put together a Disability Mentoring Day program. that you know That's over 20 locations that they're doing this and they just were able to make it happen and we're really excited to see what kind of results are going to come from working with a great organization like they do.
2: Wow, that is awesome. How about transportation, Dean? Is that ever a problem, getting people with disabilities from the school to the location?
3: It definitely can be. There, um, there's a lot of different ways that it can be fixed, you know, and it can be different in different locations. Some in the bigger cities, what a lot of our, uh, coordinators do is they actually get, uh, the public transit systems to donate, uh, free cards for the day so that they can use that. And then in advance of Disability Mentoring Day, they will actually train people with disabilities how to use that transit system. And then on the day of, they're expected to figure out how to get from where they are uh, to where they need to be and do it on time, just like they would if they were working. And that's just a, one of the many, many valuable job skills that can come from this program. Oh, I think that is awesome. Yeah, that is what I've noticed, too. Uh,
2: in our school systems... Many times people with and without disabilities really are not trained properly with work ethics, and that's what I love about this, because they really see what the world of work is like, and, and that is so important. And by the way, another thing that you can do about transportation is get a grant, try to get a grant uh, to pay for that, because that's what we did once. Um, and because I'm I'm like, whatever it takes to get those students there, We want to make it happen. And I'm assuming, like in Pittsburgh, it's all-size companies, small companies, mid-size, and large
3: companies. Is that right, Dana? Sure, absolutely. It really spans the the globe there. Um, You know, we have everything from local veterinarians to the Walmarts of the world, so really everything in between.
2: How about the federal agencies like the White House um, and the Senate? Do they get involved?
3: They definitely do. Uh, I mentioned National Security Agency is involved this year. We also have ODEP, the Office of Disability Employment Policy uh, under the Department of Labor, as well as the Office of Personnel, Ma- Personnel Management, who are all longtime supporters of this program. Good.
2: That's great. Yeah, we love it. <laughs> yeah, that is great. And I know I have talked to students uh, that ended up just as you did with Senator Harkin, Having an internship with a you know a senator or a congressman, and it just absolutely blows their mind. I mean they are just overwhelmed
3: absolutely that is such a, a valuable experience that really just had changed my life it changed the it completely changed the course that I was on um, in in such a good way so can't uh overestimate the value of internships and, of course, of DMD, which in many cases can be that starting point into an internship in in a lot lot of these places. And, you know, if you are a
2: small company, I know 80% of hires are with small businesses. And if you are a small company and you need people and you don't have the budget or the resources, once again, a college student from Disability Mentoring Day, what a way to get started, you know, uh, in Pittsburgh, FedEx Ground had a young person there from Disability Mentoring Day, uh, you know, graduated from college, and now he works there. And, and, you know, that is just can't get better than that. It just cannot. And as Dana said, there are other examples like that where the person has been hired, and, you know, I just think that is so wonderful. You mentioned about the United States. Has this
3: gone international yet? The program is international in a couple of locations. We'd really love to expand it as much as possible. Um, A lot of what we do is really focused in the U.S. um, with the the way we're able to communicate with folks and how we're able to get those resources out there. But we are slowly expanding internationally, and would love to see more of that happening in the future.
2: Yeah, and I want to tell you something else we did. Uh, Out of the generosity... Of FedEx Ground. We made a video where they interviewed me and it was for the students to see prior to Disability Mentoring Day. And what it was is me saying, this is how you dress, this is how you act, this is what you do, this is what you don't do. And you would not believe the impact it had and the change some of the companies saw in, you know, young people with disabilities. I want to remind you, that many schools, especially with people with disabilities, they really have been not taught, you know, about the world of work. Sadly, it's often been uh, leading people in in the wrong way, masked by compassion. And, you know, young people with disabilities don't need compassion. They need independence. They need a chance just like everyone else. And just today uh, at our conference, they were talking about the unemployment rate for college students with disabilities, and it was like forty-five percent. And that just astounds me. That mm-hmm. just astounds me. And Dana, when you have, we have a lot of young people listening to this show. Do you have any advice for them uh, for their first day, Disability Mentoring
3: Day? Hmm, that's a tough one. You know, it. it- I would really recommend uh if you haven't had any kind of career experience before, go to your local career centers, go to your local centers for independent living. They're, you know, they really know how to do that training for uh, showing people with disabilities how to, you know, behave and how to act in the workplace because it can be scary if you haven't done it before and you want to you want to make sure that you're at the top of your game and it's at no fault of your own that you haven't had these opportunities. So take advantage of all the resources that are out there and dress appropriately, you know, know what, know what kind of clothing you should wear, know what you should have on your resume. There's so many different facets of it.
2: Yeah, but I cannot stress the one she just mentioned, which is your appearance. You get one chance only to make a first impression. You know, you're getting a chance here to develop a relationship for the long run, and possibly a summer internship. You know, you are really getting a chance, and that is why you have to take this very seriously. Um, and, and just as Dana said, if you're not familiar with this, uh, go to a career center or meet with your teacher uh, or someone at the school and just say, hey, what advice do you have for me on my first day? I always tell the students when they're going, it's not about a day off it's about a day of opportunity. And and that that. is so much what it's all about. And how about employers?
3: Do you have any advice for them, Dana? Yeah, I think the message from DMD to employers uh, really comes out loud and clear once you participate in this program. You know, it's just that people with disabilities are ready, willing, and able to work. They just need that foot in the door. So that's why all employers should get involved in this program and see uh, what people with disabilities can do and, and want to do.
2: Right, and I've had companies down here, federal contractors, uh, thinking in the future about Section 503 of the Rehab Act, how they can get involved. And I've told many people, why don't you start with Disability Mentoring Day? You know, it is absolutely shameful to me that companies are afraid to hire people with disabilities and that we have a 70% unemployment and that that large group is not even part of the workforce. I mean, that is just shameful. You know, I was telling someone today, think about it. We're having this conference in Orlando about employing people with disabilities. Years in the future we'll be saying, remember when we had to have a conference about that? I mean, that would be like us having a conference on hiring women or hiring people of color and what you need to do to make that happen. And someday, years in the future, they'll be looking back on this and they'll be saying the same thing. Uh, but right now we do have a long way to go, and this is a good way to get started and change the perceptions that people have about people with disabilities. If you're listening to this show and you're thinking, oh, I wish someone else I know could have heard this show, it is archived at BenderConsult.com and VoiceAmerica.com. You can download this. It's on iTunes. You can download it, you know, to your site and tell everyone about it. So if anyone has any questions about Disability Mentoring Day, this is a good way to explain it. But right now we're going to break. We've been talking to Dana Fink the Disability Mentoring Day Coordinator for the American Association of People with Disabilities. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice for Disability Matters at voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back.
4: The experts call toll free right now 1 866 472 5787 and ask our all star team to answer your questions. That's 1 866
1: 472
0: 5787. Thank you for calling VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, I'm Greg Grumberg from the TV show Heroes.
4: stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast all the time the number one internet talk station where your opinion counts voiceamerica.com
0: if you have a question or comment call in toll free at 1-866-472-5788 now please welcome back the host of disability matters here's joy spender
2: hey welcome back and welcome to national disability Employment Awareness Month. I have a close friend and she said we need to change the name. I agree with her. We need to change it to National Disability Employment Month. Forget about awareness, just hire people. And (laughs) that is why I am so happy to have as our guest today, Dana Fink, who is a young civil rights leader and advocate for young people living with disabilities. And I'm proud to know her, and we're proud to have her at the American Association of People with Disabilities. So, Dana, doesn't time fly? It does. (laughs) We are almost out of time here, aren't we? We are. But every guest for the past nine years, I have asked these last two questions. So, Dana, you have accomplished so much in your very young life, If you had to talk about your greatest accomplishment, what would that be?
3: Oh, saving the hard one for the end, aren't you? You
2: know what? This is the hard one for everyone. Truthfully, this is the hardest question for every person that's been on. So you're Hmm. not alone saying that, Dana. (laughs)
3: All right. Well, I don't know if it would be my greatest accomplishment. I'm just going to pick one accomplishment. How about that? That's good. (laughs) All right. I'll let you guys all in on a a little secret about my double life. Uh, When I'm not here at AAPD, I'm actually a competitive elite athlete, Um, and that has been one of my great passions for so long. I uh, played basketball at the University of Illinois on a wheelchair basketball scholarship. I just Love sports and love the competition. Um, And now, these days, living in Washington, D.C., I've become actually an elite rower. Um, And uh, just about uh, six months or so ago, I had the opportunity to travel to Belgrade, Serbia, to try to qualify my... uh, my boat for the Paralympics. Unfortunately, I didn't quite make it, uh, missed it by by one spot, but it was just the most incredible experience of my life. Wow.
2: (laughs) That is awesome. You know what? I remember when the White House, and this is way back, this is the 10th anniversary of the ADA, and Jonathan Young walked out and said, Hey, Joyce, the White House staff is going to play wheelchair basketball. Do you think you want to be involved? They said, oh, no, no, I want to see this. I'm a spectator. (laughs) So out comes the White House staff, and they say, we're going to get casual, which means they took off their suit jacket and, you know, unloosened their tie. And I thought, oh, no, they're going to get killed. I knew it. (laughs) Here comes the wheelchair basketball team with T-shirts ripped, ready to go. Needless to say, they wiped them out, and I had no doubt in my mind that was going to happen. But you know what? That is a tough sport. That really is. So kudos to you that you were able to do that.
3: Thank you so much. Yeah, it's just been one of my other great passions besides uh, getting people with disabilities employed. So. Are you going to uh, try to do that again? I'm definitely considering it. I would love to be uh, 2016 uh, in Rio here. So it's it's on the agenda for now. (laughs) That's good. Well, we will be
2: cheering you on. And I always tell people, It's great. You know, a lot of people with disabilities think they cannot be involved in sports, and most certainly they can be involved in sports. And you know what? That also helps not only teamwork but independence. Don't you agree with that, Dana?
3: Absolutely. So many of the skills, actually, that I have today I think are because of my sports. You know, I had a coach that said, 15 minutes early is on time. And if you don't do that, yo, you don't want to know what the punishment was. So now I'm, I'm at the workplace, 15 minutes early is on time. And that's just something that's benefited me my whole life.
2: And, and have you done this since you were young? Since I was very young, actually.
3: I am originally from Atlanta, um, and so... When I was first growing up, there wasn't any opportunity available, and then came the uh, Centennial Olympic Games in Atlanta, and things just took off, and there was programs here and programs there, and I I did probably, I tried my hand at probably every sport imaginable.
2: (laughs) And, And you know what, would you say
3: your parents had a lot to do with that? Absolutely. My parents are really some of the biggest advocates in my life, you know, from fighting the school system for me, for, or just, you know, really getting getting me the, the quality of life opportunities that all people with disabilities should have. I mentioned that uh, when I was first growing up, we didn't actually have any programs in Atlanta, so they used to drive me from uh, Atlanta to Birmingham every other wow. weekend. Yeah, I mean, just because that was something that they thought I should have and wasn't available in, in our area.
2: You know what did you ever deal with the you can't do this did you have or did you have people non-disabled people say wow that's amazing
3: you can do that you know sort of in a patronizing fashion I've seen both sides of it from people uh, people without disabilities that's why I've been so fortunate to have such incredible role models in my life especially in the sports world um all of my coaches um And other people running our programs were all people with disabilities who had done it. Mm -hmm. And that was the way that showed me that, no, they're wrong. You can do this. You know, we've done it. And, you know, it it all comes back to mentoring, doesn't it? Because those are the mentors that are in my life and that have impacted me for the better.
2: Well, there you go. There's another (laughs) example of mentoring. And I want to just say again to everyone, before we go to the last question with Dana, remember... Disability Mentoring Day, the third Wednesday of every October. If you want to get involved, it's aapd.com. So, Dana, what message would you like to leave with our listeners today?
3: Uh, I think I probably said this earlier in the program, actually, but I just want to reiterate it because it is so important. People with disabilities are ready, willing, and able to work. Um, we do need people to help us. We need people to give us that opportunity. We need people to provide reasonable accommodations where where necessary. But we are able to do this and we will do this.
2: Amen. <laughs> and, and may I also say Tony Quello, the great Tony Quello, author of the ADA and actually past chair of the American Association of People with Disabilities and my mentor, spoke today also to these 500 people, and he said, you know what? I told President Clinton and Obama and Bush, we are the only group in America that wants to pay taxes. higher (laughs) up." So I agree with you, Dana. Well, I end every show with a quote from a famous leader in America. And since we're talking about mentoring, I just had to come up with a quote about mentoring. And today the quote is, Tell me, and I forget. Teach me, and I may remember. Involve me, and I learn, said Benjamin Franklin. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. I'll see many of you in New York for Disability Mentoring Day.